Hey, Travis. What's up, man? Oh, man, you know, just working, doing my thing, you know, living life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is good, especially in the spirit season. What are you, bro? I'm just hanging out at home, and I'm thinking about this uh, this Ghostbusters episode we're about to release. Okay, yeah, that's cool. What you got, man? Uh, well, you know, we usually do a sketch at the top of the show to explain to people, like, the concept of the show we're covering. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of getting them in the loop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's I know it's one of your favorite things to do. I love it, dude. Yeah, I love it. Why wouldn't you? Well, uh, here's yeah. the thing. I, I think everybody knows about Ghostbusters. You know, there was yeah. a movie and another movie and this cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, which is based on that movie and a new movie and all kinds of bullshit. So, I mean, it's a pretty basic concept. There's four guys who operate out in New York called the Ghostbusters and they're for hire and they will bust your ghosts with science. Yeah. Yeah, it's just pretty much the general concept of it. Yeah. Am I am I missing anything that's important? I don't think so. I mean, that's, 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 that, that is it. That is the Ghostbusters. They yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, just so you know, I ha- I've been recording the conversation. Oh. I'm going to have to let you go. I got some other calls to make, but I'm, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and put this up on the episode. Cool, cool. I love you, man. I love you too, buddy. All right, later, bro. See ya. All right, you heard him, folks. Today on the Days Past Tooncast, we're talking about the real Ghostbusters. All right, boys and girls, get ready for an action-packed hour with your friends Will and Travis. It's the Days Past Tooncast. For joining us here on the Days Past Tooncast, my name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. <laughs> Deep into the heart of October, the most haunted month. I'm haunted. I've been haunted. I've been haunted by my dreams, by memories. Of everyday decisions. Yeah. (laughs) Everyday Everyday decisions. decisions. That's right. If you didn't know, I know you guys usually check in on this podcast to figure out what month it is and how far you're into it. Mm -hmm. Well, here's a little update. (laughs) It's almost Halloween because it's October. Yeah. Deep in the heartland of October. Mm -hmm. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Heartland. (laughs) Check your pulse. Yes. Where's your pulse at? And of course, that means that uh, we got to have... A Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're we contractually obligated, but I had Travis sign something. Travis, you wrote up something for me to sign. Yep. And now we both resent each other because we are forced to do this uh-huh. every October. <laughs> just We just slid the paper across from each other, yeah. man. Yeah. Sign on the dotted line, and here we are uh, hating each other. Yeah. I love it. It's worth it. Yeah. Everybody knows Ghostbusters. There's a new movie in the works right now. Yeah. Apparently, with the mm-hmm. original crew. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm serious. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Why are you laughing at this? This isn't funny. This is serious. This is a real stats, This is Travis. a serious thing. <laughs> the show, as usual, it manages to surprise me. <laughs> Baffle me? Yeah, baffling is the exact right word. Confuse me. Ma- it makes you want to grab a pencil and a piece of paper to keep notes and try to keep up with everything. It makes me want to rip up all the papers <laughs> I have in my house so I never have to learn again. 
or remember details. No, it was a, it's a weird episode, and uh, I, I guess, you know, we say that, I say that probably about this show every time. Yeah. Because I apparently have a vision of what Ghostbusters is supposed to be, and it's not that because I'm wrong. I remember it wrong. Because I keep thinking Ghostbusters the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, uh-huh. it feels like it was 15 to 20 years ago. Yeah. This cartoon that we're watching today, uh-huh. 32 years ago. And that just doesn't feel like, but I also know I wasn't watching this when I was 20. Right. So that's just not, it wasn't happening. So time has wrapped itself around me uh-huh. in a cold blanket. And it's choking me. It's choking me to death. So before the breath leaves me. Let's get into the plot, Let's shall get we? into it. The Real Ghostbusters, season two, episode 21. Originally broadcast October 28, 1987, entitled Banshee Bake a Cherry Pie. Peter Venkman's excited for the new Shauna O'Callaghan album, but when playing it causes the firehouse to almost crumble, the Ghostbusters make two realizations that Shauna is really a banshee, a spirit whose voice brings mass destruction, and that she'll be playing a nationally televised concert that night, spelling doom for America. To complicate matters, Peter falls under Shauna's spell, rendering him near useless. Luckily, when the Ghostbusters confront Shauna in her dressing room, the sight of her true demonic form reflected in the mirror scares him to his senses and inspires Egon to reflect Shauna's voice back on herself on stage, weakening her enough for the Busters to put Shauna down for good. That's right. This is another in what's becoming a long line of music episodes. <laughs> Your parenthesis fingers, <laughs> yes. I like it, yeah. <laughs> music episodes, because it's real emphasis on music. This is what the music industry is like. Uh-huh. There's a, a sleazy agent, there's fame, there's fortune, but... You know, we've had a Brave Star episode that was a rock festival. Uh-huh. We've had, I mean, every episode of Jim and the Holograms that we cover will be music-oriented, but we had one that ran the gamut, the history of music. Yep. The breakdancing episode of Transformers. That was yes. about music. Yep. Uh-huh. And there's yep. more out there, so we're going to keep going. It is full of it. This time, it is all about the lady rockers. Uh-huh. This is, it shouldn't be a genre unto itself, but it seems like the cartoon is intent on that, and that reflects what was going on at the time. Yep. It was 1987, so we had already had a long lineage of uh, Stevie Nicks's. Pat Benatar, I'm sure, was in the mix at this point. I have some favorite lady rockers. Okay. So I, let's just say some favorite rockers, and okay. they happen to be ladies. It's PC. I like it. When we were growing up, Lannis Morissette was all yes. over the charts, and I dug it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. Yeah. I liked it. It just yeah. sounded like, I mean, I like anger. <laughs> I like jagged little pills. I like, <laughs> yes, we've established that. <laughs> No, I just, I, that was someone that when I was first, like, really getting into music, I just dug, I dug what she was doing, man. For sure, man. I She's was a picking it up. chick, dude. Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth. Yes. I like, here's one. Do you remember Meredith Brooks? I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a sad. Yeah. Yeah. She plays good sure. guitar. And that song is hilarious, but. Lady, for sure. I'm fantastic. <laughs> and I, a love I love it. I'm a, bitch, I'm, a lover, I'm, a I'm a fan of garbage. 
Oh, yeah. No, just just trash. Oh, just trash. Well, yeah, I know that. It's always something I don't know, Travis. <laughs> no, no, no. The uh, Yeah, the band. The I'm Shirley not, Manson V. Yes, 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 yes. She's yes, great. Yes. She's goodness. I'm only happy when it rains. My favorite female group in rock music. Like, I like Spice Girls. That's it's, great. This yeah. is rock music. Okay. Heart. Ooh. Gonna go crazy on you. So fucking good. I have wanted for the longest time, yes, for just Led Zeppelin when they did a reunion a little while ago and they said, we're not going to do it because Robert Plant. I just said, well, then just get the lady from Heart. Don't even try him. She has the pipes. bro. Heart. They're a magic band. She's all heart. So this episode is all about a lady rocker named... Shauna. Uh huh. Yeah. I always want to say O'Shaughnessy, like, because that's the typical name. She's Irish. But Shanna. Sh- Shanna O'Callaghan. <laughs> Shauna O'Callaghan, who is a banshee. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I mean, it is proven by the yeah. straight, straight banshee. Yep. Sorry. You give him back to me. We aren't done with this video yet. Darling, who might this be? To the end of the earth, Braggs. The end of the earth. There is a long, also a long history of uh-huh. the Ghostbusters and any show that's called Ghostbusters having a different idea of what a ghost is. Uh-huh. They've covered vampires. They've covered just things that just seem Jaywalkers. made up. <laughs> yes. Humans that they have like thrown a sheet on so they can shoot them probably. <laughs> In this case, this is as close as they've gotten, I think, so uh-huh. far. Because a banshee traditionally is a spirit, yep. a female spirit in Irish mythology that will scream soon or wail or whatever you want to say before the death of a family member. Jesus. That's the, so I think, which is, it seems like maybe they're warning you about something. Uh-huh. Maybe it's not a tumor, but you should probably go to the doctor. Oh, I mean, maybe it's a rash. We better just go check it out. Oh. <laughs> if you hear a lady screaming, just maybe check your surroundings, go to the doctor. Take heed. So the Ghostbusters hit this one on on the head. Uh, close enough. I mean, I, it's still not. When I think ghost, I'm sorry. When I think ghost, I don't just think spirits. I, yeah. This is just me. This is all. This that's what the problem is. It's okay. in me. Okay. Because when I think ghost, I think the remains, the spiritual remains uh-huh. of a person or being that had lived at one point. Yes. That's what's scary is that it's you're haunted by the ghost of something. The hate it's not, and unfinished business of someone yes, passing. Yes. I'm for seeing sure. the grudge. Yeah. I get it. Like I I understand. <laughs> I've seen that's it once, a ghost. Once. I, I, I did see it once in the theater <laughs> and it caused my friend to be so afraid that he accidentally knocked jalapenos into my other friend's eye. Oh my gosh, that's the next level of scared. He lost the eye. Jesus. No he didn't. Okay. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Hi Greg. You're like, it never got to his eye on his shirt. <laughs> no, it didn't get in his okay. eye. It was a terrible. So, yeah, they they got they got much closer. Yeah. Shauna O'Callaghan. Uh-huh. She looks like Lita Ford. Yeah. She, it's this kind of uh, commanding, threatening sexuality, uh-huh. almost, of, like, high boots, semi-medieval garb. Like, she should be on a throne of semi, yeah. iron guitars seen to by shirtless headbangers, uh-huh. you know? Like, just this kind—I mean, and, and very aggressive makeup. Yes. Like, it looks like she's and- applying— Lipstick to her eyes at right. some point, just like in thick layers. And the nautical earrings, as you pointed uh, yeah, out Yeah, they're just giant very fish nautical. hooks. So there's this kind of, yeah, it, she looks crazed, but also scarily in control. Yes. Yes. And so that's that's the the image they're selling. She wears a cape. Uh-huh. She lo- you know what she looks like? She looks like somebody who would have been in the Masters of the Universe movie. <laughs> that's what she looks like. 
She's someone who is so looks at least so made up. You cannot ever tell. You can pick her out of lineup if you <laughs> found her on like a Saturday morning, right? Before all the capes and layers of makeup and like it, she's got this like headband that has arrows pointing off away from it. Yes. giant hair. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a wig, but you just could. Ne- she was assembled uh. somewhere, and I I could not pick her out if you took any of that away. I think. <laughs> also, Irish rockers think about this. Yeah, Sinead O'Connor. Jeez, yeah, dude. Talk about heavy duty. Mm-hmm. But also the Cranberries. Oh, man. Who, I, their singer sadly died recently. Yes, but yes. there is a history here. They're tapping into something that's very real <laughs> with this with this Shauna. <laughs> I will say, as someone who doesn't do a good Irish accent, that she does not have an Irish accent. <laughs> she has something that seems closer to Eastern European, uh-huh. Eastern Bloc. All those years I wasted on one person at a time, causing little disasters. I'm too talented for that. It's funny because it seems like every actor, Irish is their go-to accent. Like if they're going to show, they're just waiting, they're salivating, thirsty to show you that they can do an Irish accent, whether they can or not. So maybe that's what it was here is somebody said they could. Yeah. Showed up and Uh said, oh shit, well, this is who we booked. So we got to do it. But I mean, it's, she doesn't talk much. She occasionally just goes. "Ah, Right. ah." It seems to be the cause of trouble here yeah. instead of the, like, just warning you that someone's dying. Yeah. Mostly it causes spontaneous explosions and crumbling of buildings, which is not visually appealing and is what they stick with, like, for most of the episode. It's like I'm watching The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. It's not what I look for in a Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. I'm looking for monsters, uh-huh. uh, hauntings. I'm looking for spectral things that I can see through. Yep. Things turning into other things, uh-huh. which do happen. Yeah, a few inanimate objects do wrap yes. themselves around the the busters of the ghosts. But mostly, they're telling us that those things are happening off screen mm. for a lot of the episode. There's a lot of time spent in rooms in New York, in apartment buildings, dressed and up. offices dressed up. <laughs> now, Ray, Ray does come. We see Peter Venkman levitate because of her voice being uh-huh. heard on record. Yeah. And when Ray comes in, he's in his boxers or whatever. And he says, my clothes ran away. My clothes ran away. Which sounds like a line you would hear on cops. Yeah. Not on C.O.P.S. No, just the dirty on grimy just cops. cops. Like, yeah. hey, man, well, my clothes ran away. What you want me to do? Most of this episode, the Ghostbusters are less Ghostbusters than, like, the anti-Shauna street team. Uh-huh. Like, they're, they're pounding the pavement door to door, basically, trying to figure out where is this lady that is a major star and is appearing at Carnegie Hall? Yep. So it's, she shouldn't be that hard to find. She's on every imagine. billboard. Yeah, I guess if, <laughs> if they had Instagram, she, they would know where she was. Right, they would or, already or know. The Snapchat. But this is the less glamorous side of Ghostbusting, I guess, is like the the gumshoe part of it, where you're just like asking questions of locals, <laughs> <laughs> investigating. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about Egon. Yes. At the beginning of the show, uh, he mentions that he has a new computer. Named Marsha. You should know after what you spent on that dinosaur computer of yours. Marsha is a wonderful computer. A friend for life. Egon's always done machines. <laughs> but I'm a little concerned that he may be literally doing, doing a machine. machine. Yeah, yeah uh, okay. with naming. Because this is something that we never see. It's just something that like Peter can give him shit about for a second. So so you thinking it might be like a toaster with a with a wig on? It could be that. It could be like a, one of those gigantic <laughs> 1960s computers that uses punch cards. Yeah, and he's just yeah, using okay. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got real serious. Mm. It's like oh, Egon. 
You know what, Egon? Do whatever you got to do to remain Egon. I approve Egon 100%. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. (laughs) Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. He and Ray, usually on on these shows, are not the quickest for being the smart guys of the group. Like, it took them basically an entire episode that we've watched to identify vampires as vampires. Uh And it had to be told to them. They didn't even do it on their own. Yeah. They... ID Shauna as a banshee so uncharacteristically fast that it is almost irresponsible of them. <laughs> like it is like ghost profiling that uh-huh. they're doing that. Oh, there's a sexy lady that's singing banshee. Banshee. They just hit on it within the first three minutes of this cartoon. <laughs> the lady's a straight banshee. This singer can only be one thing. A banshee. Well, that confirms it. She's a banshee. All right. For the first 10 minutes of this show, all we're seeing are the effects of her singing, really, and the only problems that they encounter are a sleazy agent and a crazed janitor with PTSD, Uh (laughs) which is, you remember how there were these haunted, uh, what was it? I don't know what it was called, but it was a Ghostbusters toy line for a while that was like, here's a granny, but she's not really a granny, or like, here's Here's a cop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Here's a cop. But guess what? His nipples are eyes and he's a monster. Like that's, and I loved them. They were, they were just haunted, like everyday things. Well, this was the the janitor. The janitor. Yes. There's a janitor at this rehearsal space where Sean has been practicing. And when the Ghostbusters come in, this whole thing takes up way more time than it should. It's cool. Oh no, it's great. He does well, but he... (laughs) He is a janitor who is already so traumatized Uh by the amount of mess that's happening because of this woman singing that when they come in, he just treats them as hostile engagements. Uh Like these are are enemy combatants that I now must chase up the stairs. You're going to make a mess, aren't you? No more messes. Okay, come on. One at a time or all at once. This mop is registered as a deadly weapon. Yeah! He claims that his mop is registered as a lethal weapon. And it looks like it is. He's it, he is yeah. basically Casey Jones from the Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> yes. Turtles. He's just spinning it around chasing them and he would have he would have beaten him up with it. Oh for sure. If he doesn't if he didn't fall down the stairs or yeah. whatever. But it's it's a major it's a lifetime performance. Yeah, Probably the person retired after they filmed that day after they recorded but it's almost like I almost want I mean I know that by the end they prove that she is a banshee there's yes. just no question about uh-huh. it yep. but up until a certain point I almost feel like she's not going to be one that they're going to be so gung-ho about it and finally we find out no she's just a woman who uh-huh. sings in a band and shit's been happening because you live in a haunted firehouse they're just going to kill a pop rock yeah, star they're just going to shoot a woman with a proton <laughs> accelerator or whatever Yeah. but it's like they're chasing around this fantasy of a woman like, and then all they're encountering along the way are just the monsters of reality <laughs> Agents and crazy people. Yes. <laughs> the agent, Shauna's agent, mm-hmm. who supposedly is under her sway, because mm-hmm. she she has that doom gaze. If you yeah. listen to the Thundercats episode we did recently. Babe, she I'm did. sorry. What you want me to do? She gave me that doom gaze. And then you're just, you're donezo. Yep. It basically puts Lion-O into like a horny trance. She has what is called the doom gaze. Ooh, which doom is, gaze, baby. You look at a man. As a lady, you look at a man who I guess would be interested in ladies. And he'll move wherever. He, he does what you do, yes. what you want. He knows. He just, he's enslaved. <laughs> they just can't do nothing. It's, they're, they're, they're boner paralyzed. <laughs> agent Vince Braggs is this guy's name. If you're an agent in a cartoon, mm-hmm. you need a suit. You need a, a secretary, cigar a cigar. That's for never sure. lit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Because well, I'm surprised they even let him have that, but they had not cracked down on that so hard. Yeah. Now you can't do that. Like Wolverine back in the day in the comics would smoke all the time, cigars, cigarettes, whatever. And now hasn't done it for years. 
Can I help it if your ceiling turned into a giant bat and flew away? Okay, okay. So it flew away and took all the musicians with it. Call the union and get some more. And apparently you need an ascot as well because he, he is dressed like he is going to a high society like champagne party. Yeah. But in a bro, I guess you got to you got to dress for the job you want because he's in a broken down office. Right. And his other acts that he has besides Shauna that are just outside waiting. And I don't I'm assuming that they actually are his acts. Uh-huh. He covers a wide array of entertainers. A baton twirler. Yes. A, bat- <laughs> a high school baton twirler who's just practicing gleefully in there. There's a ventriloquist who has a whole story that he lives through in this. His his dummy accidentally catches on fire. Yep. Its head falls off in a terrifying twist. And the eyes just sit there in a puddle of goo yes. looking at you while burning. And he starts crying. He And they go back to him a few times. He is crying over his dead puppet that I bet is like he thinks is the embodiment of his dead mother. They go to him enough that it seems like there's a whole arc that he gets to live out. It's very sad and twisted. Yes. And there's just a very stock hippie. Basically, Charles Manson, when he was trying to get his music career together, yeah. pre-murders, like he hasn't Pre- changed clothes since Woodstock. Pre-Beach Boys. Yes. <laughs> Pre-murders. Yeah, he's trying to meet those Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. Now, the Ghostbusters come in because they find out that, he, somehow find out that he is her agent. They are independent contractors. We've covered this. Yeah. They don't have authority. They don't, they're not deployed by the government. Right. They're entirely vigilantes. Yes. Essentially. Yes. I mean, they're vigilantes, but no one else covers the ghosts. So, so far, nobody's given them guff about mm-hmm. that. They storm into this office like a SWAT team mm-hmm. with their guns drawn. Yep. Not even clear guns. Yes. They're clearly <laughs> guns. You, they may not be bullets, but if they shoot you with one of these things, you're toast. This is the, they're basically exterminators. Uh-huh. And so, this is like an exterminator being at his office thinking. He sees a cockroach and then storming the nearest restaurant uh-huh. to see what the fuck is up. Storming into Eatsies. It's not your place. <laughs> it's like, know your rights, people. They don't have the authority. And when they try to convince Bragg, now I guess, again, he seems to be under her sway, but mm-hmm. they also say maybe he's just a dick. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't blame him for not believing them when they say, by the way, this lady, mm-hmm. uh, there's no new evidence to support this, but- She's a banshee. We need to kill her. Yeah, like we need to find the your money maker and put her down. In this box. Yeah. We put her in this box. Right well, because it's like, I mean, you might as well just be saying, also, we're worried she's a succubus because she's giving my friend a case of the hornies over here. So there's got to be something wrong with her. She's a witch something. I know we're all alive and healthy here, but yeah, we got to take her down. She's done. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Start, tell your kids no college. Hard sell. And in their way of explaining it to him, they at no point try to level with him. Right. Like in the movies, you've got Bill Murray, Peter Venkman, or even Winston, who's going to say, hey, I know this sounds crazy, but- Let me talk to you. Call me, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But guys, I know this is crazy, but anyway, humor my friends. Here's how it really plays out. Yeah. But in this case, they're the nerds who haven't learned that when you're trying to order a sandwich or get something mailed at the post office, you can't lead with how you think the X-Men need to be introduced into the Marvel <laughs> cinematic universe, like a whole 10-minute tirade. They're not going to listen to you. Yeah. You got to lead with the stuff that people identify with. <laughs> True. Yep. And Egon and Ray, I get that that's their character. They mm-hmm. don't they don't see outside of themselves. But the real, if this is the real Ghostbusters, the real Peter Venkman, not this Garfield-voiced <laughs> sack of crap <laughs> Bill Murray, he would explain it, and he would get the guy to say, hey, you know what? Maybe so. I mean, this is the same behavior. Blind, just like, you don't, un- if you're saying you don't understand, mm-hmm. <laughs> you might be on the wrong path. 
you're approaching it wrong at very least. And in the movies, they were thrown in jail and the nut house. Yes. For lack of a better term than that. Like this, learn a lesson here. Uh-huh. If you get thrown into institutions for this behavior, uh-huh. you know, insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again. Yep. Expecting. Different outcome. We talked about the doom gaze. Doom gaze. Got that doom gaze. That's apparently one of Shauna's powers. Mm -hmm. We, uh, in the Thundercats episode where that originated, we talked about being boner frozen. Just like boner frozen. In this case, Peter Venkman, under her spell, I would say, is in a boner frenzy. Or the doom gaze turns into a doom haze. Yes, he is seeing the world through, like, um, a Vaseline-smeared lens (laughs) that is everything Shauna, and he's on the uppers version of this. Because he stops the car they're in to steal from a newsstand a Shauna poster that's up on the wall. Yep. And he's like, I need it! I need it, but I need it! Oh, I need it! This is... I guess this is the power of a banshee. Yes, we all knew this. But it sends I, this opens up into a section that was deeply confusing <laughs> for me. It's apparently a dream. Peter says, maybe she'll even go steady with me. I'll yeah. be your steady boyfriend, which yeah. is like, you know, for such a ladies' man as Peter Venkman, not this one, but really the Bill Murray one, absolutely. Yes. But, you know, she'll go steady with me. I'll be her steady boyfriend is like marriage with no prenup uh-huh. to him, I guess. <laughs> And he goes into what is a dream sequence that I wasn't even sure was that at first. Me either. Where you're seeing television and this this guy's reporting on how Shauna and him are now together. Our next video is the latest from Shauna O'Callaghan. And it also stars her steady boyfriend, the fabulous scientist, Dr. Peter Bacon. Peter is now dressed in, he's predicting 90s rave culture. Yes. A orange sleeveless hoodie that has a V as deep as his navel. More fringe than a spaghetti western. Yeah. Just rocking out. Yes. And he has like chains across it, all these rings on his pants, and his hair is all, it's like, yeah, Johnny Depp, like Mm -hmm. floppiness. And it's just like, (laughs) what happened? No Banshee song would have ever made the real Peter Venkman, Bill Murray, imagine this whole thing, let alone himself like this. Imagine, we're going to put it up on the Instagram, a picture of Peter like this. Imagine Bill Murray at a at that time. Yeah. Don't even imagine him now. Just imagine him, Bill Murray, schlub, regular guy, uh-huh. dressed in this cockamamie outfit. <laughs> it is truly cockamamie. <laughs> High cockamaminess. Yes, yeah, for sure. Now, they're playing the, her song, and she does kind of like a little music video mm-hmm. during this. Yeah. And that song does rock. It does. It's great. It is a sax jam. <laughs> Very high sax. Heavy melody. sax. Yes. Consensual sax. <laughs> Giant greasy sax solo that, like, in the video that's playing out, because you're suddenly in a music video, Slimer is playing what looks like a French horn, not a sax, <laughs> and it's kind of miming it. But yeah. it's it's just madness. Like, this is just a dream. You find out. Egon steps in, and I think, oh, well, this is that point in a dream where someone's talking to you, and you realize you wake up and you realize, oh, they were actually talking to me. Yeah. But that's not what happens. Egon steps into the dream in what looks like a homemade child's space-age onesie. Uh-huh. Like with shoulder pads and a lightning bolt. <laughs> Same color as his as, as his, his usual uh, overall, As yeah. his usual getup. Yep. He steps in and, you know, says like, hey, you're not in control of your emotions. Get away from her. And then she tries to hold on to him. And then at the end, he addresses you, the viewer, through a television screen within your television screen and says, this was all a dream, by the way. None of this happened. Uh, hello. I'm Dr. Egon Spengler. 
And you aren't watching this raucous, overblown spectacle. It's totally in the banshee-riddled mind of my colleague here. Because I think they just wrote the scene and then at the end said, oh man, I'm confused. We should probably address what just happened. And confuse everyone more. Yes, this, no, this made it worse. <laughs> it did. Very confusing. I thought I was in a waking dream where it's like, I woke up from a dream. Am I dreaming now that I'm watching it? Uh-huh. Are we still watching the show right now? <laughs> Are we in the show, Travis? <laughs> and what confuses it further is that later when they are infiltrating Shauna's concert, they all have to dress in a way that makes them look like they're part of the entourage, uh-huh. I guess. And Peter and Egon managed to find the exact same costumes yeah. that he was wearing in the dream <laughs> that only he would have seen. So I, it, it's just like, okay, so are we in a dream the rest of the time? Uh-huh. What happened? This is the blurring of reality lines here. Someone dropped the ball and didn't have to face the punishment for it. I'm afraid to go to sleep. Yeah. I'm afraid to sleep right now. Also, Winston easily oh, has the best look because it's very much, you were right to say this earlier, uh-huh. the Rick James look. Yes. It's actually also kind of looks like a red jerry curl uh-huh. or just straight up like mol- a molded plastic wig that's on his head. Uh, yeah. Winston, <laughs> Or a sad Ronald McDonald <laughs> <laughs> wig going on. Is there on. any other kind? No. <laughs> good point. Good point. When you believe in magic, I believe in magic. I believe in you. Now, they're having to lie to Peter, the other Ghostbusters, to get him to go along with this because they're going to try and, you know, bust her, yeah. which means knock her off, you know, kill her yeah. <laughs> or capture. I guess they capture them. They, they capture them. They're very liberal minded <laughs> when it comes to this. They're against the death penalty for ghosts. <laughs> as far as we know, in that box, maybe they get decapitated. We don't. I, maybe. Who knows what happens in that the containment unit. <laughs> right. I'm okay with them lying to Peter this way to tell him. Undercover bodyguards to Shauna. Wow. Okay, Peter. We'll stand out here in front of her door. And if anything strange happens, we go in and stop it. Because that's the only way they can get him to come along. Yeah. Otherwise, I guess I would just lock him in a room and like, you know, say, or knock him out. <laughs> Where you hit someone <laughs> over the head and just say, you'll deal with this later. <laughs> because the man's deep in a boner frenzy. Like, yes. well, how else do you deal with this? That's a white lie yeah. that I will accept. I'm okay with this. Now, Shauna's weakness, we find out uh, purely through accident. Yep. They bust into her dressing room under the guise of, hey, Peter, we're her bodyguards. Like, she knows they're not that. They they met her earlier in the episode, so she knows who they are right away. But she happens to be looking into a mirror, and you see her true form. Yep. They didn't spend a long time drawing it. No, she's a blue uh, old lady. A blue old lady <laughs> who's just, like, in a black dress with white hair. She looks like a child's drawing of Ursula from The Little Mermaid. True, yes. Like, yes. exact same color scheme, but without all that sass. Because I found, I strangely found, I mean, I also felt, okay, always getting into this with these damn cartoons. Yeah. As a kid, had a crush on Ariel. Okay. Had a crush on Ariel when she became a human. Had a crush on, on Ursula, Ursula when she became, she became a, human. a human. Yeah. Had a bit of a crush on Ursula. She was sassy. My dear sweet child, that's what I do. It's what I live for. She had confidence. Uh-huh. She was in control. Ba-dum, yeah, ba-dum. she had a bunch of va-va-voom going on with the shoulders. <laughs> like, she should have been wearing a boa. Yeah. But this drawing get is, it, boys. This was as fast a drawing as they could get done. Like, <laughs> last minute, we should probably give her a monstrous form. Right. It's like somebody saw her in the wild uh-huh. and made a quick sketch of her or, like, a, a court sketch, a courtroom sketch <laughs> yes, of yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's apparently what gives Egon his idea that does work to mm-hmm. stop her. How he saves the day is complete horseshit. It is 
Made up. It, it, it is either him just taking a guess and acting like it's, which is great. Good, mm-hmm. good for you if you can pull it off to sell that you actually thought this would work. He does machines. He does, sadly, yeah. machines. <laughs> he really does machines. Mm. Or it might just be idiot savant, like that sort of thing where you put things together in your head, but you're not even logically putting them out. But he says, since she saw herself in the mirror and it kind of caused her discomfort, if I cause feedback on stage and feed her voice back to her, that will make her assume her regular form. Yeah. Sure, whatever. I mean, feedback sucks. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, When I was recording on my four track it, when I was a kid in the garage, uh-huh. somehow I sent it over the speakers and I had feedback so loud that it made me sick to my stomach for a second. It was a weird feeling. Wow. So I don't, it was just a weird, that's a that's never a bad idea as a weapon. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's just, uh, how do we get out of this mess, writers, yeah. <laughs> that we caused? Before that though, the band is playing and they're about to get to the like their eight o'clock uh, we're going to show the whole world what we're doing or the whole yeah. nation, I guess. And the music that's playing up to that point is not their hit song. It is big band <laughs> music. Yes, yeah, it is. It is uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra. It yeah. is big Zoot food. Suit Brian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, Stray Cats was big at the time or yeah. around that time. But there, there's horns. There's all kinds of like a huge 30 person band playing. And it, it just looks like Bon Jovi's on stage. Right. Weird. It is so weird. Weird that they chose that. I thought it was just them scoring the actual cartoon. But I no, thought, I thought it was still in a dream. For all I know, <laughs> I am right now, buddy. Because what happens there also is like we finally get to see her power on display. Yes. Because we've been hearing about ceilings turning into bats. It's like uh-huh. that's an easy thing to write. But to actually show me what that looks like, all it is really is just bats hanging from three, the ceiling. Three bats. Three bats. Yeah. And some spiders. Three like she's spiders. She's focusing on the natural horrors, the the everyday horrors of real life that are bats and spiders. <laughs> but they, they're they able to bust her. Yep. They put her down. And the, whole, the crowd's loving it. This is the dumbest crowd in the world. It is, they, yeah. I think they think it's like the stunt spectacular uh-huh. for Ghostbusters, like a Universal or something, uh-huh. which I would love to see. Universal Studios Hollywood. Only Universal could pull a stunt like this. But they put her down. Then Vinkman addresses the crowd in a very uh, meek way. Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. How about that, Shana, huh? Yeah! Crowd goes wild. They're leaving. They're done for the day. Yeah. And fucking the agent comes out and is saying that the crowd loves Vinkman specifically, which that is not possible. Come back in, baby. Yeah, come back in. They want to see you more, yeah. more of you. And I, the crowd is in the same, caught in the same illusion that I was as a six-year-old, yeah. thinking that Peter Vinkman on this real cartoon, the real Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. is at all charming when he is not. He is he is all false bravado and no smarts, no soul behind those eyes. Uh, Why do they they don't they don't want him? They, what do they? I don't even know what they're screaming about. They don't want that guy to come back. And he passes up the offer. I get he does pass it up. Yeah. Which I do think the real Peter Venkman, uh-huh. given the opportunity for attention from a crowd, always would take it. Oh, for that sure. man knows how to work a crowd for sure. But I think this this agent, I think, knows a fast-burning candle when he sees it. He's like, this man's star will fall soon. Yes. Let's get me as his agent and then off of his plate as soon as possible once the check clears. <laughs> on today's episode, on today's episode, I hope we both learned uh, some moral lessons, some life lessons, Travis. Yes. And now my question to you is, what were those lessons that you learned? Well, the lesson I learned from today's cartoon is very simple. When your friend is head over heels over a girl and he's willing to change his life for that girl, you know, you really have to ask him, what are you getting into? You know mm. what I mean? 
you really gotta dive into that and find out if if that girl is a banshee a banshee a banshee you know are you in love with her or the idea of her for sure yeah yes. i mean if she has money and she's a rock star that's one thing i think that's everything that is everything yeah, yeah. but you know just really ask you know what are you willing to destroy in your life for that for this woman you your know? friendships yeah mm-hmm. your uh firehouse yeah are you willing to just be boner crazy you know <laughs> <laughs> in a boner frenzy <laughs> If you find yourself in a boner frenzy, you might need to ask yourself some questions. Seriously, really Seek help. deep eval on your life. <laughs> uh, Will, yeah. what did you learn on today's uh, uh, cartoon? Where to start? Yeah. So many so many lessons mm-hmm. uh, stuffed into this, like a <laughs> turducken. Ooh. I mean, there's some practical advice okay. of don't listen to your music so loud because shit might explode. Yes, feedback will make you nauseous, Ooh, baby. as you've taught me. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Here's a kind of a double-edged sword here, okay. or a double lesson here. It might be that some of the jobs that are being taken that we're so concerned about in Uh America might actually be taken by monsters. Because there's a banshee taking over our singing. Maybe there's a Frankenstein that's taken over our WWE position. And I'm pretty sure there was a crazy monster inside that janitor. Absolutely. We just didn't see him. I believe it. Yeah. So there's that. But you also don't get too paranoid if you get to where you're living in your head, Mm -hmm. whether you're chasing down a dream or a nightmare, if you're seeing banshees everywhere— you might miss the world around you and the monsters that yeah. are around you. But if I had to choose one, know your rights. Mm. Just because some guys with guns and overalls. Barge in like the DEA. Yes, and, and with, with name tags. <laughs> Just because they have patches. That doesn't mean that they have a right to walk all over you and your liberties, okay? True. You're true. An, I'm assuming you're an American, and if you're not, you still have human liberties. I'm tired of these Ghostbusters throwing their weight around uh-huh. at the expense of the common man. Yes. These bleeding hearts keep a real live ghost that they're supposed to bust as a, a, a repeat offender. <laughs> they keep him as a pet, loose in the world, and yet they dare to claim some kind of authority to bust in on my property? Uh-huh. No. They are little more than dog catchers. And are you going to let dog catchers tell you what to do? If they have a new a nuclear weapon, maybe for a little bit. Yeah, that's what's wrong right now. <laughs> that's what's wrong with America is that kind of attitude. You're right. I'm not going to let them tell me what to do. And yeah. that's why you need guns. Thank you for braving uh, all the ghosts, goblins, ghoulies, and janitors. Uh, janitors. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to go with all Gs, but janitors, maybe, <laughs> uh, to, to join us on today's episode of Days Past Tooncast. If you like what you're hearing, it, look, it's not a scary thing to go rate and review us no, five stars. That was quite easy. On Apple Podcasts. It helps us out, it gets the word out there, and uh, it makes the world a little less scary. I in think fact. so. It makes it a better place, I think. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check us out on uh, Twitter at DP Tooncast, Instagram as well. And you can go listen to and watch the wonderful music video of X-Men Attack, which is a music video and song that Travis and I yes. wrote, recorded, uh, produced, uh, writer's credits. Scheme. Uh, I got oh, coffee oh. for us a few times. Yeah, so I'm kind of an intern on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's on YouTube. It's a mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme. Mixed up with Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. And you can find it by searching for Days Past Tooncast, or you can find the link in the show notes. Next week yes. is Devil's Week. 
The week of hell. Yeah. Because it's Halloween mm. next week, and we'll be back with a most hellacious episode covering Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, that's superheroes. That's that horrific in any way. Oh, wait. Oh. With an episode called The Bride of Dracula. Jesus. <laughs> Come back for that if you dare. Yeah, they will. And in the meantime, a most ghastly tutor my duter. <laughs> tutor my duter. I don't think I want to hear any rock and roll for a long time. Yeah! That's what it's missing. <laughs> just a banshee. Yeah, just a banshee whale. Roast Busters is like a group of comedians that go around stopping people from roasting people and say, it's enough, okay? He's had enough. Uh-uh, makes us viral, please. Make us viral, please. Make sex viral, please. <laughs> make sex viral. Make sex real viral. Just make sex viral, please. If you get oh, off, you die because we're going 90 miles <laughs> over the speed limit of 1,000 miles per hour. I'm looking her up. I'm looking her up. I'm looking her up. I'm looking her up. Lead it forward. 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 I'm looking her up. 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 My dog did that. Oh, shit. My dog did that. Roast clusters. I'd eat those.